It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. And what a Friday it will be. The podcast has been going for about nine months and it has grown by leaps and bounds for a variety of reasons, including content guests, commentary, comedy, and today there will be plenty of it. We've got a lot to say about this vaccine mandate being enforced and people fighting back. We've got a lot to say about the Bastille in Washington, D.C., the January 6th prison that apparently has been stormed by a judge and a couple of members of Congress. Uh, That and a whole lot more coming up on the show. So sit back. uh, I would say relax, but you might be at work. Just enjoy the show. The Bastille has been stormed in Washington, D.C. The Bastille has been stormed. Now, I have been saying this for years. We are a tale of two cities. We are the proletariat, and there is the ruling class. And they enjoy the largesse of our tax money, and they get to be CEOs of a $20 trillion company, and they get to take what we earn and distribute it to all of their cronies and all of their friends. And now when America spoke out and said, hey, we think an election was stolen, we think a a virus came from Wuhan, and it was intentional, we know that there was no Russian collusion and the American people are rebelling. Now there is a Bastille in Washington, D.C. This will not end well for the ruling class. It will not. We're going to get to all of that as the show progresses. More fallout from the election Tuesday night. More claims of, of racism. And it is remarkable. And, and I think it's also wonderful because Democrats, the mainstream media, uh, they don't get it, and they, then they won't get it. Here's the negative. Here's the negative about the drubbing that happened on Tuesday night. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats, trying to get through this, uh, this Build Back Better bill, has now become a suicide mission. They know that this will kill careers of Democrats, but this is a last-ditch effort to jam this through and change the country. And like Sean Spicer said yesterday on the show, and many people are saying, like Steve Bannon said, oh, Joe Biden's presidency is over. Sean said, no, Rob, they are going to go after this by hook or by crook. They're going to do whatever it takes to get this piece of legislation through that Americans don't want while they can do it. And I said, when Joe Biden was elected, it is about preventing damage, all the damage that could be done by 2022. And this bill, these bills, this infrastructure bill, this Build Back Better bill, will change the country fundamentally. And so we have to fight it. We have to fight this vaccine mandate with everything we have. I mean, you look at what happened on Tuesday night. I was looking at some of this. There were wins across the country. Minneapolis said no on abolishing police. There was a, uh, a mayoral flip in Rochester, New Hampshire, from a Democrat to a Republican. There was a Trump-endorsed Republican who won in Ohio State 15. Virginia lieutenant governor, of course, made history. Winston Sears. I've got Joy Reid's probably the worst thing I've ever heard someone on television say about someone else using race. It is... 
breathtaking. It's breathtaking. It should end this woman's career. But unfortunately, well, actually, fortunately, she's actually ruining it herself. Virginia's attorney general flipped to a Cuban-American. Local New York State seats flipped. Virginia House of Delegates flipped. Hispanics turned out in Virginia 10 points, 10 points ahead of the Democrat. Unbelievable. Republicans flipped the, the Virginia governorship. GOP won back the suburbs. And all people like Joy Reid can do is say, racism, racism, racism. Here she is with what I think is one of the most disgusting things I've, I've ever heard. Winston Sears is an amazing success story. She is a rock star. She is a Jamaican immigrant. She became a, a Marine while she was still a Jamaican immigrant, before be- she became a citizen. She's been in the legislature for 20 years, and now she has the highest statewide office of any black woman in the 400-year history of the Virginia Commonwealth. Here is the awful, despicable Joy Reid. Rolling out their latest, can't call it racist, card in the form of the newly elected black lieutenant governor, former, the former national chair of black Americans to re-elect Trump. It's the latest version of the right's tried and tired, look at that black person. You see them standing right there, right? They're black that they deployed when Trump soon to call out the hounds be chief of staff Mark Meadows physically displayed a silent black woman to prove that Trump was not a racist back when he was a congressman and now this AR-15 wheeled in LG will be their new get out of racism free card while Republicans nationwide make ban all history that shows any white person doing anything wrong to black people ever their 2022 mantra wow I mean uh, just just wow um, just, I, I don't even know what to say. She's so twisted with hate. I, I, how, do you, how would you live with yourself being that hateful a person? Uh, honestly, wow. And to go after someone because they are black. This is a successful person. This woman is an intelligent person. She decided to be a Republican decades ago for good reason. She is, uh, I don't believe the Democrat Party has elected uh, a black woman to the highest statewide uh, office in history in 400 years. It's amazing. No matter what the Republican Party does, even if 50, 60, 70% of blacks went to the Republican Party, they'd still say the Republican Party is racist. Here is uh, Michael Eric Dyson. He is an academic talking to Joy Reid, spewing more about our glorious, I should say, I don't live in Virginia, but the glorious new Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, uh, who was elected and is amazing. The problem is here, they want, they want white supremacy by ventriloquist effect. There is a black- He's gonna get all down with it, by the way. You know, in his lectures, he's like, hello and welcome to my lecture, oh, blah, blah, blah. But he gets all down with it. He, he gets all down with it when, when he thinks he needs to, and so does Joy. Mouth moving, but a white idea through the running on the runway. Let's hear that the, again. I want to hear that again. They want white supremacy by ventriloquist effect. There is a black mouth moving, but a white idea through the running on the runway, a tongue of a figure who justifies and legitimates uh, the white supremacist practices. We know that we can internalize in our own minds, in our own subconscious, in our own bodies, the very principles that are undoing us. What a bunch of faculty lounge gobbledygook. So to have a black face uh, speaking in behalf of a white supremacist legacy is nothing new. Um, Let's see. I think the Democrat Party is the 
the party with the white supremacist legacy. They're the party of slavery, and uh, the Republican Party was formed uh, against slavery, and then there was the Jim Crow thing, and, and then there's the Great Society thing, which destroyed the black family. And it is to the chagrin of those of us who study race that the white folk on the other side and the right-wingers on the other side don't understand this is politics one-on-one, and this is race, not even one-on-one. What's beneath one-on-one? It's the, it's the pre case. Did he say beneath one-on-one? I think he said beneath one-on-one. Daily Beast writer, listen to this. This is, this is off, off the edge, off the ledge, is what I should say. Uh, Wajit Ali, his, uh, his piece is called, You Damn Karens Are Killing Americans. Ali rants about how racism is the real reason Yunkin won, rather than engaging in a, fil- from a fair argument or presenting any evidence to back up his assertions. He specifically targets white women in the piece, painting them as villains who enabled Yunkin's win. This gets really racist. This gets really racist. And I would love to see my wife, who is, is a hot, blonde, uh, white woman, kick his ass uh, in an MMA ring. I would, she would clean his clock. Listen to this. Throughout his entire piece, Ali makes a caricature of white women and looks at them simply as homogenous demographic with a sole intent of mashing down minorities, a typical manifestation of CRT directive to look at the world by race and divide people into oppressed and oppressor categories. At one point, Ali sarcastically wrote that Yunkin should reserve the parade for white women who came out for whiteness like a Bath and Body Works candle sale. You know, I, I, I tease, you know, I, I say that uh, Karens uh, drive big SUVs, have a lot of times have, wear yoga pants, and they carry around these, these metal 20 or 40 ounce cups filled with a cheap New Zealand Chardonnay. That's a, that's a cliche. That's a stereotype. Largely true. <laughs> but listen, listen to how racist this guy gets. And this really ticks me off because you're pointing your, your finger at my wife and people like her undeservedly so and i gotta tell you if you're going after mama bear and it wasn't all white people it was there were black people and azra numani who's uh, who's indian american and uh, all sorts of black people in places like loudon county fairfax county going to school board saying that crt is wrong here's what this this fool says wajit ali uh, i never underestimate the white hot rage anxiety and resentment of a karen scorned you think they've uh, won them over with beyonce oprah chai latte and henna but the cult of karen will always turn on people of color on a dime to uphold oppressive systems, listen to this, that ensure they remain influential and powerful handmaidens of white supremacy. How ungodly disgusting to say that about suburban women who just happen to be born uh, white. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Disgusting. Oh, by the way, uh, the White House has backtr- backtracked, I should say, on Joe Biden saying that paying uh, separated immigrants, illegal aliens into our country, paying them $450,000 apiece as a settlement, while you and I, if we're lucky, could uh, scrape half of that together for our retirement savings uh, in our entire lifetime. Um, the uh, the uh, White House now, or I should say at least this uh, person who's filling in for Jen Psaki, who I guess is even kind of even more uh, devious uh, to some degree than, uh, than Jen Psaki. You're only saying that because she's black. No, no, no. I'm just saying she's a really artful liar. 
Her name is uh, Jean-Pierre. Uh, I'll just call her Jean Beljean because, you know, uh, what's happening in Washington, D.C. is very similar to, uh, to that musical, you know, the, uh, the Bastille and, uh, you know, fighting the, uh, the, the ruling class. So Jean Beljean uh, yesterday said that, uh, no, 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 no. It's not garbage, actually. We are entertaining. Uh, we are entertaining paying illegals who came here illegally uh, and making them very rich, richer than most American citizens could ever dream of for coming across our border, did I mention illegally? The president is perfectly comfortable with the Department of Justice settling with the individuals and families who are currently in litigation with the U.S. government. You know, DOJ can... So it could be 425000 ...obviously speak more to that process. The president was... What he was reacting to uh, was the dollar figure that was mentioned, that you mentioned to him yesterday, uh, as press accounts to date... Because it really wasn't enough. Okay, there's been press we accounts wanna make on him, this. We want to make him really rich. DOJ made clear to the plaintiffs that the reported figures are higher than anywhere bs toss it toss it toss it this is um something that i uh, hung on to because obviously we have this new uh, vaccine mandate through osha that will compel all americans essentially to get a vaccine by uh, january the 4th but here is what the democrats said uh, last year and earlier this year I'd be pretty surprised if you mandated it for any element of the general public. This makes, read my lips, no new taxes. This makes, uh, there are no weapons of mass destruction, or there are weapons of mass destruction, uh, look like nothing compared to this massive lie. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it be mandatory. And no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential. I'm going to explain why they changed their mind here in just a few. We're not counting on vaccine mandates at all. Those are decisions the federal government is not going to make. You're not going to see a central mandate coming from the federal government. That's not the role of... Oh, you're all in it now. I mean, you're all in for it now. Federal government? You know, at the federal level, I don't have the... the authority to either mask mandate or, or vaccine mandate. That's not uh, what we do at the federal level. Definitely not. You don't want to mandate. Here it is. This is, the, this is the frog in the boiling water. This is the frog in the boiling water. That's them last year. You're just a, you're just a frog in a, in a pan on the stove and some lukewarm water and you're comfortable. And then they start to turn up the heat. And before you know it, you're boiling. Researchers in uh, Boston, New York, and Barcelona found that 53% of participants who hadn't been vaccinated will not be convinced by anyone to take the shot. 53% of us, and people in Barcelona for some reason, uh, say that no, no matter what happens, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. 13% said they may be swayed by advice from a close friend or family member. 9% said a recommendation from a family doctor could change their mind Conservatives, people living in poverty, and those who worked outside the home were more likely to be against vaccination because they're dirty and unwashed, you know, pretty much. Dirty and unwashed. Well, Ron DeSantis announced Thursday that uh, his state is going to sue the Biden administration. People working for companies with 100 employees or more will need to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by January the 4th or be subjected to fines or be subjected to mandatory vaccination, which the employee will have to pay for. I have heard, depending on which test you get, from $50 to $200 per test per week. Per test per week. Still think your taxes haven't gone up? Still think your taxes aren't going to go up? Unbelievable. This has got to be fought 
tooth and nail. It has to be fought tooth and nail. The gloves have to come off now. The gloves have got to come off now with regard to this vaccine mandate, with regard to the southern border, with regard to the Bastille in Washington, D.C., with regard to election security, with regard to the future of the country. The gloves have to come off now. So anyway, uh, Ron DeSantis yesterday. Ron DeSantis yesterday, uh, he said some amazing things this week. Earlier this week, he set up a task force. They're going to punish people to try to steal elections. Uh, he called the Biden administration the Brandon administration, which is spectacular. Here he is uh, launching a salvo yesterday. Well, good afternoon. A year and a half ago, we started with 15 days to slow the spread, and, and now it's gone to get jabbed or lose your job. Yeah. And today's OSHA rule... A uh, very long time coming. We were we were waiting for it. Uh, that was issued. If you look at it, uh, here it is. It's almost 500 pages. And so Hallelujah. we're supposed to be a government of laws, not a government of men. Uh, this is 500 pages of a government of a bureaucracy, a government that is being run by executive edict, not in accordance with the typical constitutional processes. And, uh, and by the way, yesterday, Pfizer announced that they have a uh, prophylaxis drug, even though they already exist. Monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, all banned by governors, Democrats, the mainstream media, big social media. You know why? Because Merck and Pfizer didn't have the rights to it. Uh, the state of Florida is going to respond and we will combat uh, the OSHA rule. As soon as it's published, uh, the state of Florida will be joining with Georgia and Alabama, as well as private plaintiffs, uh, to file suit. Uh, this is a rule that is not consistent with the Constitution and is not legally authorized. Constitution, schmonstitution, what has the Constitution had to do anything? Nancy Pelosi keeps rolls of the Constitution in her bathroom in the office. OSHA will force companies to require that vaccinated, unvaccinated workers test negative for COVID at least once a week and wear a mask while in the workplace and pay for their own tests. Do you know how much, and they don't understand how much, if it's a $50 test, how much $200 a month means. If it's a $100 test, how much $400 a month means. If it's a $200 test, how much $800 a month means when that's a third or half of what you make. OSHA left uh, open the possibility of expanding the requirement to smaller businesses. It asked for public comment on whether employers with fewer than 100 employees could handle vaccination or testing programs. Together, rules will apply to another 17 million people working in nursing homes, hospitals, and other facilities that receive money from Medicare and Medicaid. This is the danger of federal money. This is what federal money does. It always comes with strings attached. Here is Ron DeSantis talking about the massive lie, the massive lie with regard to uh, an emergency in this country and a necessity to vaccinate everyone, including children five to 11. I think it's interesting that this is being done under the guise of emergency power. This was announced two months ago and it said this is an emergency and that this is grave danger is facing. You're being played. Then why did it take you two months 
to issue uh, the rule. And then, of course, the rule doesn't take effect until January, which because I... Because you're being played. It's convenient because it's not going to... It'll minimize workforce disruptions over the holiday season, which... The uh, agency, OSHA, will face enforcement challenges, even counting help from the states. OSHA only has 1,850 inspectors to oversee 130 million workers at 8 million workplaces, which uh, is why I would say uh, give OSHA and the federal government a giant middle finger. Uh, OSHA drafted the rules under emergency authorization meant to protect workers from an imminent health hazard. We're not in the middle of a pandemic. We are in the end of a pandemic. And OSHA isn't even going to credit natural immunity, which is 12 to 20 times more powerful than a vaccine. At the end of the day, individuals should make informed choices about their own health care. They shouldn't be coerced into getting a jab. In this situation, you're going to have people that are going to have to make that decision. You know, do, you, do you get fired from your job or uh, do you do this if this may be something that, that you don't think uh, is something that you want to do? And, and just be clear with what OSHA is doing. They're clearly not doing science because they reject immunity through prior infection. They reject the Israel study and all the very strong studies that have come out that show people that have recovered from COVID have strong protection. Uh, they totally cast that aside and they make no accommodation or acknowledgement of that in any way, shape or form. Because natural immunity doesn't cost anything. Natural immunity doesn't cost anything. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Natural immunity doesn't cost anything. Natural immunity doesn't get Pfizer, doesn't get Merck money. Natural immunity does nothing, does nothing at all for those companies and their lobbyists. And I heard yesterday on, on our anchor station, WCBM, the morning show, who I just, I love the morning show, Casey and Elliot, that Pfizer has 161, 161 lobbyists on Capitol Hill. So what is this all about, kids? Cha-ching, 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 Money, oh, money, how I love thee. Cha-ching, cha-chong, cha-chang, From pennies to dollars, any amount to do. I know why I watched uh, SpongeBob with my kids. Cha-ching, cha-ching, it's no contest. There's only one thing that I love the best. Oh, yeah. From every side I've ever seen to the sweetest sound I've heard. Do you realize how many billionaires have been made uh, with regard to pharmaceuticals because of this uh, pandemic? Merck, and I've mentioned this, they introduced a pill that is still uh, waiting for approval and will eminently be uh, stamped with approval, despite people being uh, told not to try ivermectin, even though ivermectin has worked in massive ways to wipe out COVID in the most infected provinces in India and places like Bangladesh. And they called it a horse dewormer. CNN and the mainstream media called it a horse dewormer. It was a repurposed medication that frequently is used uh, by veterinarians that can be used with humans. There's a crossover, you see. Sometimes they test medicines on animals first. Then they give them to human beings, you see. And Merck didn't have the rights to ivermectin. There's no money to be made on ivermectin. Ivermectin is cheap. Ivermectin is essentially kind of in the, uh, the, the what do they call it, the domain. Uh, it's been around long enough that anybody can manufacture it. 
It's like uh, old songs, the song Happy Birthday. Well, I don't know if it's a happy birthday. Anyway, a public domain kind of thing. Uh, same way go with, goes with the hydroxychloroquine. A half a billion dose of ivermectin have been given to people for a variety of ailments. And Merck suddenly works with a company in Florida, and they have this drug, which actually happens to be uh, an equine treatment for encephalitis. And they're finding it's kind of worth something. And they're going to the government, and they're saying to the government, hey, we will sell you a regimen per person of this drug for $700 for a four- or five-day regimen. And it costs us $17.74 to make. And they're going to make $7 billion almost immediately. It's just a matter of Merck's product gets to the store shelves or the pharmacies or Pfizer gets there first. There's a little more from Ron DeSantis, kind of uh, reflecting the mood of the country. So this is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, it's going to get more restrictive. There's going to be more power brought to bear uh, going forward if we don't stand up now um, and, and fight back. I just think people are so sick of constantly being bossed around, mm -hmm. restricted, mandated, all these different things. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had enough of it, and we want people to be able to make their own decisions. And so, so it is important to stand up for people's individual ability uh, to make decisions uh, for themselves. If you were dropped on the planet from two years ago today, you would not believe what has happened in this country. You would not believe what would happen in this country. I remember I used to say, if you were dropped from the planet 15 years ago and you landed, say, for instance, at uh, Reagan National Airport or BWI, and you saw people completely absorbed in these, these uh, square phones in their hands to the point that they would walk into things, that people would sit at, uh, at tables with uh, literally a menu on a smart device, an iPad, while reading uh, their Kindle and looking at their phone, you'd go, what the hell happened to America? Well, uh, guess what? An even scarier version of that is happening now in just two years. In just two years. San Francisco is going to mandate, mandate 5 to 11-year-olds have the vaccine to participate in society, one Twitter user wrote on Thursday morning in response to the announced uh, vaccine mandate. Are parents going to have to carry birth certificates with them to restaurants and grocery stores to prove their 4-year-olds are ineligible? The gloves have to come off. The gloves have to come off. Wake up. American Hartford Gold is a sponsor of this program. The government's spending is out of control. Dark days ahead for the dollar. It's going to happen, guys. It's history repeating itself. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> so here's what you can do. The only company I would recommend is American Hartford Gold. They sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA. They make it easy. They have the highest rating from the Better Business Bureau, an A-plus rating. If you call them right now, I'm going to give you the number, so grab a pen real quick, all right? Grab a pen real quick. You can get up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order, all right? So here's the number, 866-204-8226, 866-204-8226. If you don't have a pen with you or you, don't, you, know, you, know, you have no short-term memory like Joe Biden, uh, just text Rob. R-O-B-265532. Rob-265532. Rob-65532 for American Hartford Gold. The new mayor-elect, Eric Adams of New York. Not much of a honeymoon uh, period. This is him, I guess, yesterday being greeted outside by a crowd of hundreds who say no to vaccine mandates. 
love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Didn't particularly enjoy the uh, the radical leftist environment environmentalist trying to stop Joe, uh, Joe Manchin from his moving his car in a parking garage in D.C. And why would a West Virginia senator drive a Maserati? I mean, honestly, a Maserati of all shouldn't he be driving like a Bronco or something? You know, just whatever. Well, he's one of those uh, D.C. Uh, you know elites that get paid one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year. They can just afford to buy a ninety thousand dollar car. It's amazing how that happens, you know. Uh, Joe Biden was the poorest man in the Senate for decades. He's got three houses that are worth more than $10 million altogether. You know, kind of crazy how that happens. Kind of crazy how that The Creepy, creepy Bill de Blasio yesterday talking about how vaccinations for children 5 to 11 start today. And, and kids, listen to this. This is what he said. Listen to this. He said that kids are going to start getting $100 gift cards. And then he said, I'm not kidding. He said, uh, it buys a whole lot of candy. Wow. Here is the creepy, soon-to-be ex-mayor of New York City announcing with a great deal of excitement the unnecessary vaccination for children 5 to 11. Now, speaking of sticking with it. We are sticking with it when it comes to fighting COVID and overcoming. What an insufferable human being. Coming COVID once and for all and sticking with it when it comes to vaccination. Sticking it, get it, get it. See what I did there? Vaccination is the key to our recovery. And now the day is here. We've been waiting for this day. This is a double good news day. Our five to 11 year olds get vaccinated starting today with the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, this is just wonderful. It's going to mean a lot of kids will be even safer, families safer ahead of the holiday. Wow. How much did your soul cost, buddy? $100 for kids. $100. That'll buy a lot of candy. Children, where are you? I know you're here somewhere. Anybody remember this guy from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? <laughs> the child catcher. <laughs> I have lots of lovely goodies for you. Don't get the candy. Lollipop. <laughs> and wow. all free today. All free. All the vaccine is free, but you got to pay for your own testing if you don't get vaccinated. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, listen, this is a, a video that's going viral. It's a, a mom uh, celebrating the, uh, the endorsement of the 5 to 11. Back. Listen to how bat guano crazy this woman is. This is how uh, people have been driven insane by fear. People have been uh, driven insane by the Democrat Party. They have made uh, the unvaccinated look like the uh, the unwashed. Uh, those who people literally would like to see die because they didn't get in line for the vaccine. Here is crazy mom with her kid. Listen to this. So finally, some good news. Uh, kids can get the vaccine five and up starting next week. That's great news. Playing cool and the gang in the background celebrate. Uh, as soon as these guys can get it too, all bets are off. You well, now she gets. Now she's getting going to turn really dark and evil. The vaxxers, all bets are off. All bets are off. Uh, yeah. If I, if I um if I can spread it like annoyingly after that, um I'm gonna sneeze on you. A lot of you. She's talking about the. Uh, unvaccinated if i can i'm gonna sneeze on you all of you a lot of you all bets are off because we're all done we're all done with you so as soon as these guys can god she has children be safe 
Screw the rest of you. What? <laughs> what? What in the world? Dear God. What in the world? She's got a kid on her. What turns someone into this? What turns someone into this? Honestly. Wow. Uh, let's go to Nick in West Virginia. He's been on hold for a while. Nick, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Uh, yes, sir. Um, you mentioned uh, that if you've had COVID, yeah. made a full recovery, mm-hmm. that you still have to uh, take the vaccination to make Big Brother happy, correct? Yeah, that's what the government is saying. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Did you have chicken pox as a kid? Yes. Okay. Did you get the vaccine later? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah isn't it amazing how that works <laughs> yeah i know i know um same could be said for measles so you know if there's a virologist out there that could explain this to me you know because they they do science you mm-hmm. know i did i did science but you know, I, i've only got a and it was you know medical science but i only had a bachelor's so yeah. if there's there's a virologist out there that it could explain it to us you know, I'd appreciate it. All right, Nick, I appreciate the phone call. There are some people speaking out. They're being silenced. They've been silenced from the get-go. They've been silenced, silenced by the triumvirate, the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party. Guys, we've been played time and time and time again. I have, I have two friends... They both got COVID. They were, this was early in the pandemic, so they didn't really know what was going on. And by the time they got to the hospital, it was already pretty severe. And this was when they uh, were starting to just put people on respirators. And generally, when that happens, about 80% of the time, you're going to die. And they said, can we have hydroxychloroquine? And they did it, and they felt better within 12 hours and they didn't have to go on respirators. Some people are saying they feel better in a few hours. I I heard a a friend of mine who had it. uh, He does a lot of the voice work for the show. uh, He got monoclonal antibodies, and within 12 hours, no. No, that was Texas AG Ken Paxton. I talked to him the other day. He was feeling terrible, monoclonal antibodies, 12 hours later feeling better. And then the Biden administration started rationing monoclonal antibodies to Republican states that were seeing enormous drops in infection rates because this administration is evil. Anybody who does that is evil. Anybody who says there are no prophylaxis treatments for this virus, even now waiting for Merck and Pfizer to unveil theirs so they can make money hand over fist, that's evil. Saying that children need to have this vaccine and mandating that 5 to 11-year-olds have to get a vaccine, an experimental vaccine, to go to school or Chuck E. Cheese is evil. And oddly enough, when Donald Trump was the president, Democrats thought the vaccine was terrible. Isn't that amazing? I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us. If and when the vaccine comes, and it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. Let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, 
I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. When we finally do, God willing, get we finally going to take the shot. Who's going to take the shot? Now you're going to make everybody take the shot. Now you're going to make everybody take the shot. Did you see uh, uh, Fauci and Rand Paul yesterday on Capitol Hill? Uh, Fauci kind of, uh, let's just say that uh, Rand Paul uh, ate him for lunch. Here's a little bit of uh, Fauci and Rand Paul uh, confronting him about covering his rear end with regard to people understanding that the virus came from the Wuhan lab. And guidelines. So what you're doing is defining a way gain of function. You're simply saying it doesn't exist because they changed the definition. They changed the name of game of function. You changed the definition on the NIH website. This is terrible. And you're you're completely trying to escape the idea that we should do something about trying to prevent a pandemic from leaking from a lab. There's the preponderance of evidence now points towards this coming from the lab. And what you've done is change the definition on your website to try to cover your basically 100 percent. And here is uh, Peter Navarro on uh, Greg Kelly's show on Newsmax uh, spelling out exactly how he was trying to cover his. Let me say this again. January 2020. All right. I'm in the situation room. First time I ever meet the guy. Didn't know who he was. What did he know at that point? The virus came from Wuhan. It surfaced within yards of a Wuhan bioweapons lab. What you- and the NIH was indirectly funding game of research, game of fun, a game of, mm, you know, that research in Wuhan. He didn't tell us <laughs> is that he had game of function for funded China. that lab. He had lifted the ban on gain of function experiments, which is, is a technology to transform harmless bat viruses into human killers, and he had in his possession an email from a top scientist telling him flat out it was a genetically engineered virus. He kept his mouth shut. That lie of omission, I, Greg, if we had only known... This was when Peter Navarro was a an active member, uh, one of the closest people to Donald Trump last year in the White House. And then that that thing was what it was, we would have had a completely different strategy, pressured the Chinese to release the genome and save literally millions of lives worldwide and hundreds of thousands. Well, of what happens when you lie? People die. American lies. What Fauci did, and it's all documented in, in Trump time, it's fact. He's doubled down on his cover-up. He got this cutout, Peter Daszak, the, the dumbest guy who ever tried to play God on this planet, to, to concoct this, this. It's from a bat cave and from nature. And the left-wing media bought that because they wanted to blame Trump, not the, not the Chinese communists, for the pandemic. And they didn't care about the number of fatalities as long as Donald Trump was in the White House. I mean, the numbers for COVID were inflated by 1,600% before the election. We know that because Dr. Deborah Burke said it. We need to hear this. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. Joe Biden's stupid mandate. The dumbest thing that I've ever seen. Job. Take your jab and stick it. I won't take this crap no more. January 4. Joe Biden's been in D.C. for going on 50 years. Hasn't done anything. <laughs> and now he's trying to bring us down, playing on people's fears. I've seen a lot of folks in D.C. lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. 
We're Democrats, I've had it up to here And now I got the guts to say Come on! Take your jab and stick it I ain't taking this no more We still got a constitution That's worth cutting for It's my body, it's my choice Ain't that what the liberals say? Yes it is Jab and stick it. Hey, this is still the USA. That is Canadian Jim Gossett. Jim Gossett. Uh, that is a collaboration between Jim and I and uh, JimGossettComedy.com. It's going to do it for the show today, guys. I greatly appreciate you. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Thank you for joining me in the meantime, and please share with others. Just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast if you want all the digital platforms where it's available. And, of course, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can go there or just the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Write a five-star review. That would be awesome. Uh, God bless you guys. God bless our soldiers, both living and past Gold Star families, police and all first responders, and you, and you. Thank you very much. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.